Well, early voting started in the great state of North Dakota. One of the things you're going to be voting on is something called a measure two. And so we're going to have that conversation today about what exactly is it and should you be voting yay or nay. As you can see here, join us now. We've got North Dakota Representative Kim Koppelman and also the managing director of the North Dakota Watchdog Network, Dustin Govalito. Both of you guys, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, I'm going to start with you, Representative Koppelman, because sometimes these measures, the way they're worded can get honestly kind of confusing once you get in the ballot box like okay so what exactly am i voting for here so if you wouldn't mind why don't you lay out you know your position is yes on measure two but just lay out what is measure two and if i'm going to vote yes on it what exactly am i voting yes to do please well to be very succinct about it a yes vote on measure two will simply protect the constitution and inform the people. That's really what it's about. It restores a provision in our Constitution that existed many years ago. It was actually the first uh, methodology the people of North Dakota implemented in order to allow them to propose measures uh, to amend the Constitution. It does not affect uh, statutory measures, either initiative or referendum. If the legislature passes something that people don't like, the only thing it changes is uh, it ensures full disclosure and transparency for any measure that is initiated to amend the Constitution. And under Measure 2, those measures would undergo the same scrutiny, the same public hearings, uh, the same information that a measure like Measure 2 that the legislature uh, proposes and puts on the ballot for the people to consider. Uh, the Constitution is an important document and we should protect it. And it's been under attack by some special interests from out of state that have a lot of money to spend and have, uh, I think it's safe to say, ill motives and uh, this will help stop it if the people approve it. So basically, if I vote yes, I'm saying yes, I support the fact that I want to allow the legislature to have some say over a constitutional measure. So if it were to say, if the people of North Dakota said, yes, I want to change the Constitution, then it needs to go to you guys, the legislature, and you guys would vote up or down on whether they're actually going to pass that particular constitutional measure. Is that a fair, succinct assessment? It, it is, but it's important to note that the legislative uh, scrutiny would basically involve public hearings when all of it could be fleshed out. And uh, some of these measures we've had from out of state, uh, you know, are, are marketed by the soundbite, but they're 30 pages long. So people don't really know what they're voting on. And sometimes it's some things that I believe they would not vote for if they really understood it. So we want full disclosure, we want transparency, we want to make sure people are informed. And in most cases, especially if it's something the people of North Dakota propose and not some outside group, uh, the legislature is likely to say, yeah, good idea and vote in favor of it. In which case, it delays the process by about two months from November when the election takes place to January when the legislature meets. In the rare case where there, there would be a lot of uh, undisclosed information, a lot of junk in a proposed measure that people have not been uh, advised of or, or or informed about, then the legislature might uh, take a no vote, and that's strictly an advisory vote. Then it would go back before the people, because only the people can amend the North Dakota Constitution. And that's the way it is now. That won't change under Measure Two. So, Dustin, let's go to you. You're a, you're a no vote on Measure Two. Um, explain why you are, have taken that stance. Well, because uh, we, we don't think that it is appropriate for the legislature to give itself a veto or ask the people to give it a veto uh, of the, the people. Uh, the, as Representative Koppelman was stating, this does go back to the way it was in 1914, going back to a system that was rejected by the people after existing for 25 years. We've had a system that has worked for 100 years. Uh, the idea that rolling things back to a system that didn't work 
uh, is an improvement is kind of uh, funny to me. But, you know, overall, the idea that, uh, you know, the legislature needs to basically uh, babysit the voters on these things, you know, the the. The issue of, of creating a, a uh, public forum, there's nothing stopping the legislature from having interim committee meetings right now when uh, initiated measures come up. They're, they don't have a, a binding vote on it now, but they could certainly have committee meetings. They could certainly discuss it and, as, as they say, flesh it out. Uh, and and so this is, a, this is really, I believe, a power grab as far as... Uh, the legislature doesn't like a few of the, the measures that have come out. Uh, I don't like them. I, the, the, the two big ones in the last four years, Marcy's Law and and the Ethics Commission, I voted against those. Uh, you know, the, the out-of-state money is a legitimate issue. The out-of-state interest is a legitimate issue. But Measure 2 doesn't do anything about that because if the legislature exercises its veto over the people and kicks it back to the voters two years later, well, all that's going to do is attract even more money from out of state because now you've got to take what's a 18 month process if you start as soon as you possibly can and convert it to a three year process. And the idea that that creating a three year campaign on an issue is going to reduce the amount of money involved in that campaign is ludicrous. And Kim, I don't get the sense you guys are trying to limit finances coming into the state as far as, you know, proposals and things. Maybe, maybe you are. So if, if Dustin's right, you know, clear that up. But I, I think for me, the big thing is it's the Constitution, right? If it's initiated measure, it's one thing to let majority rule. But when you're going to let majority come in and change the Constitution, I think there should be a little bit more of a of a check and balance. So what say you? Representative well, it, it's important, I think, to uh, make a, a couple of corrections and a couple of points. First of all, uh, you know, uh, my, my friend here has suggested perhaps uh, that we limit out-of-state money, and, and you've asked that question, and I believe that would be unconstitutional under recent Supreme Court uh, uh, rulings. So uh, I don't think that's the answer. I don't think we can do that. Uh, the question, uh, there's a lot of misinformation in what was just shared, because uh, first of all, this gives the legislature no more power. Uh, the legislature, I know from experience, all the years I've been there, and I chaired the Constitutional Revision Committee for many years, I chaired the Judiciary Committee now, I've held hearings on constitutional amendments, proposed constitutional amendments. Uh, I know Mr. Gavrilo has attempted to get some on the ballot as well, but I know what that process is, and uh, and it's a good process, and it does flesh out those those ideas and so on. Secondly, the people of North Dakota, if they approve something, uh, the legislature is very hesitant to overturn that. The only time I could see the legislature um, voting no, and again, it's an advisory vote, voting no and asking the people to take another look. And by the way, that happened in South Dakota with a measure that we now have in our Constitution uh, because the people had a little more time to look at it and because they got full information, they actually rejected the measure that they had initially approved statutorily because they didn't have all the information. So I asked this question. For people who voted on Marcy's Law, let's say, we heard it was for victims' rights. I'm for victims' rights. I trust you're for victims' rights. We all ought to be. Did you know it was 30 pages long? Did every North Dakotan who wrote, voted on that measure read the entire measure and understand all 30 pages? No. We looked at a sentence or a paragraph on a ballot, and uh, from that we said, yeah, victims' rights, good idea, and we voted for it. We cluttered our Constitution 
with vol a voluminous document that doesn't belong there, be it good, bad, or indifferent, it belongs in a statute, not in the Constitution. And so these out-of-state groups are spending a lot of money trying to reshape North Dakota in their own image because they can't do it by electing people. They can't do it by advancing their ideas in the legislature. So they attempt to deceive people and uh, dangle a nice-sounding idea and then uh, uh, do a gotcha by filling it with all kinds of junk. We just want to make sure that people are fully informed. And, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi once said uh, uh, famously a few years ago, you got to pass this so we understand what's in it. That should not be our standard for amending North Dakota's Constitution. Dustin, I'm going to give you the last word um, to wrap up your argument and try to tell you why you think they should vote no. Article 3 of the North Dakota Constitution is powers reserved to the people. It does not say powers reserved to the people unless the legislature agrees or disagrees. Uh, we should leave the system as it is. The checks and balances is the system that we have now. The people are the final say. The legislature does not and should not be able to override the will of the people. If the legislature wants a greater role in discussing measures, it could do that at any time. And you know, this measure does not solve the problems that it, it claims to solve. And it actually, I believe, makes a lot of them worse because it's going to price out the grassroots activists that, that do things in state without a lot of income and, and revenue. And it's going to empower those who have a lot of money out of state and can hire high priced advertising firms in state, as which is what happened with Marcy's I law. Think if you vote yes on measure two, you're saying, yes, I do think that there should be a check with the legislature if we are going to change North Dakota's constitution. If you vote no, you're essentially saying, hey, if a majority says yay to something, then that is okay with you to change the state constitution. Representative Compliment, Dustin Gubbler, thanks for the time and the insight. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Sure thing. Thank you, guys. All right, stay with us. We've got a lot more coming up here on Point of View. As always, you can share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.